Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Champagne Wives podcast. I'm your host, Kelly. And I'm your co-host, Nicole. Hey, girls. Hi. How are you, boo? Girl, making it today. Today is... I was doing good up until probably 30 <sighs> minutes ago. Gosh. Yeah. I'm wiping tears because before we even went live, we just had the cackle of all cackles. We did. Like, per usual. It's what happens. Okay, so... How was your weekend? Real quick, just Easter just passed. Had a really good weekend. I was able to catch up on a lot of rest. Last good. week was really heavy for me. I had a lot going on. Yeah. Just with work. And then my daughter had a cheer competition, <laughs> um, like out of town. So I had to travel last weekend. It was just mm-hmm. a lot. So um, this weekend, even though it was a holiday weekend, I did get a lot of rest. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I felt good. How was your weekend? It was good. Cross the border. Mm-hmm. 24 hours in Mexico. It's great. Ooh. And, um, That's the life. First of all, <laughs> stop, stop. 24 hours in Mexico. Who yeah. does this? You know what's super funny is when I came back, customs was like, hey, like, how was your trip? How long were you there for? I was like, you know, flew out in the morning, back in the afternoon, the next day. Like, the way you need to check your bag. Right. The way I sounded like a drug smuggler. Right. It was a little scary, but I was able to disarm him and talk about like the Caribbean because he's from Curacao. So we were able mm. to get this train back on the tracks, but it sounded a little suspect. But we're in Houston. It's like a two hour flight yeah. on a bad day to Mexico. Well, the beach parts of Mexico. Yeah. It's like closer than Miami. So yeah. it was easy. In and out. Yeah. Um, okay. So. Today's episode. Yeah. I don't even have like a, a seamless transition. We're just no, gonna jump, just into, gonna jump it. into it. Y'all. But I'm gonna put a disclaimer out there because we're gonna talk about relationships. We're gonna talk about green flags specifically in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um when we talk about relationships, the internets go crazy. I don't know why though. Like we have opinions just like everybody else, but right. I feel like our opinions sometimes come. And now though, I will say that I see a lot of people on the internet mm-hmm. that's saying the exact same thing that we said in like some of our previous seasons you know. that like we got tore up for. But people are saying the exact same things now. But I'm sure they're probably getting it too, child. But they just don't give a fuck. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe. we care too much. Y'all internet assassins over here. We care too much. Um, And so we took a pause on talking about relationships just because we realized that some of our opinions were so polarizing. But um, we've decided to bring it back. Yeah, um, in a good way. In a good way. So we're going to talk about green flags in a relationship. And when we say in a relationship, it doesn't matter whether it's a marriage. It doesn't matter whether it's just dating if you're getting to know somebody and you're making a decision as to whether or not you want to actually start dating them exclusively, we're going to give you our opinion-based yeah. thoughts on what some of the green flags are. Yeah, it's a good, cool topic. Mm-hmm. Glad to be back on the relationship train. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> but I feel like the green flags are kind of in line with what we've discussed before in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I also want to put out this disclaimer out there that these are mine. She'll have hers. Mm-hmm. This by no means means that these should be your own. Is, I think yeah. you can take whatever we discuss on this podcast and either apply it to, add to, or ignore what the hell we're saying. Yeah. These are just our opinions and our thoughts and mm-hmm. ways in which how we felt, you know, our relationships have, have thrived or what we want in a potential right. relationship, right. right? So here we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Already. Already. Okay, for me, mm-hmm. making me feel valued. I think that someone who makes you feel valued is super important. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, 
particular in a, particularly in a relationship, we talk a lot about like submission and submitting mm-hmm. and letting, you know, your man lead. But for me in a relationship, I need to feel valued as an individual, not mm-hmm. only as like a woman, your woman or a wife or a mom, just as a person in general. Mm-hmm. Like, do you like me and value me as a person on what I bring to the table? Oh, God. Right? You, like, you had me until the what you bring to the table part, because you know I be hating that saying. <laughs> oh, you say, not bring to the table, child, but as a person. Right, right. Like, what are, are you kind? Yeah. You know, are you hardworking? You know, do you have mm-hmm. grit? Do you have like, you know, fighting power? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Do you have, are you loyal? Mm-hmm. To a certain degree, you know what I mean? Like, are you honest? Are you trustworthy? Are you just, like, good, a good person, mm-hmm. you know? So for me, it's, it's looking deeper than all of the external factors about, like, accomplishments and things. That's important as well. But mm-hmm. just as a person, do you respect me as a person? Do you value me over, you know, anybody else? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, do you value what I what I possess as a person yeah. over everybody else? And that's really important to me. And then being able to show that to and you. And being able to show that. Okay. Absolutely. Well, because if you don't, then how do I know you that? Just finishing the thought. <laughs> that's true, though. <laughs> that is true. Okay, so that's one. I love that. Um, I w- will add on my short list, can they emotionally validate you even when they don't agree with you? So mm. there are times where we won't see eye to eye. And it's okay that we don't see eye to eye. We're not the same people. Um, but when we don't, and I feel strongly about something, not irrational, but strongly about something, do you value that difference? And can you be empathetic to how I'm feeling? Mm. We can agree to disagree, but how are we agreeing to disagree? And is that done in a loving and compassionate way, in yeah. kind way? Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I agree with that too. What's next on your list? What's next for me is, let me go back to my list, child. <laughs> um... I think making an effort. I think, Mm -hmm. again, marriage and relationships are really hard. But I think that what kills relationships is when one person stops trying. And I've always said this and I'll continue to say it. Like, I think that, you know, when two people come together, they're two imperfect people. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there are going to be mistakes. There's going to be issues. There's going to be a lot when you talk about doing life with somebody. Yeah. I think that what is sustainable is in a relationship is two people who one want to be together and who are who are also doing the work mm-hmm. in order to make the relationship and to work. Stay together. And so exactly and to stay mm-hmm. together. And so I have my issues. I will work on my issues as an individual, you know, and then my person has his issues and he will work on his issues as a um as an individual. And then we can collectively work on our issues together. But mm-hmm. I think when a person stops growing or stops wanting to grow, then the relationship dies. Yeah. And that actually dovetails to one of the ones that I had on the list, like a person who understands the important importance of growth and evolution. So knowing that, um, you know, the only thing that's constant in life is change. Mm-hmm. I always say that. And um, to know that we're open to uh, changing, growing and evolving that has kind of been a mainstay for me um, for most of my life. And when I encounter people who are like, I am who I am. Yeah. Like, take it or leave it. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, well, I'm going to leave it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but anyone who's committed to get growing. Get somebody else to do it. Yeah. Right. It, right. And get somebody else to do it as a person. Anyone who's committed to just growing, evolving, peeling back the layers of the onion, shedding the old skin, if you will, to become the best version of themselves yeah. throughout this journey that we call life. Um, 
that's a that's a green flag. Because why would you want to be with the same person for like forever, right? If I, girl, right. if I was the same person you, that I was in my twenties, like, oh, job, like, y'all would leave me on the side of the road. Good luck, real bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, well, how would you even want somebody to still be in that space yeah. 20, 30, 40, 50 years later? Like. Yeah, it just doesn't make much sense to no, me. No, it doesn't. So that was on my list. What okay. else did you have? Did that you? was mine. Oh. You, took, you, you kind of piggybacked oh, off of that. Okay. Um, another one that I had uh, was someone who has strong relationships with the women in his family and know that, like, mm. at the end of the day, not everybody has a mom. Um, but do you have strong a strong relationship or strong relationships with the women in your family? Mm. Um, I think that that's real telling around how kind, compassionate, the extent to which you're going to show up as a provider. Yeah. Um, I think those are indicators of some of the things that you talked about around kindness, loyalty, commitment, compassion. Yeah. Um, so that that's something that I look for. Most of the men that I have dated... I won't go so far to say like they're they're mama's boys because they're not, mm-hmm. not all of them, but they all had very strong relationships with aunts, mothers. Mm. And I won't say dated, but I was in relationships with. Yeah. We're like very much still. That's important. Yeah. Still connected to the matriarchs of their family, yeah. grandmothers, aunts, mothers. Girl, could you imagine dating a man who like hated the women in his family? Like why even put they're, yourself through that, sis? Right. Like, that's, 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 a, that's a red flag. That's, that's like a, a red flag. Like, size like red flag. If a person, if a man is talking to you about like the women in his family, and, and he's like, dogging them, he's dogging them and calling them like mm-hmm. out of their names, like that is definitely yeah. a, a red flag. That, yeah, so. it's it's a, it's a big no for me. Because yeah. and I would have all the questions. Well, what do you mean? Yeah, like, help me understand. Make me smart on. Yeah, and that was actually one of the things that I fell in love with my husband mm-hmm. on before he was my husband. He was my boyfriend, of course. Well, obviously, <laughs> but when he was my boyfriend, I should say. Right. We uh, actually went to Mardi Gras mm-hmm. in New Orleans, and that was, I think, his first time or maybe second time, and we brought his mom mm. with us. And so if you know anything about, like, the South and New Orleans, like, it's, it may be hot in February. It may be cold in February. You just never know. Right. So this particular uh, Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. it was cold. And so it was, it was actually, yeah, the first time. And so... We were outside and we were in the streets like people normally are for Mardi Gras. And his mom was cold and asked for a coffee, a warm coffee. And my boyfriend, who is my now husband, walked around New Orleans, knew nothing about the city. Mm. I was like, before I believe, like GPS was he, like a he thing. He took his life into his <laughs> own hands, child. <laughs> First, his whole life mm. to find a McDonald's mm. to get his mom a coffee. And you better believe he came back with some coffee I believe. for his mom. Yeah. And I was just, at the time, I don't think I appreciated it because I was just like, where are you going? Like, right. where, you don't know where you're going. That, and that might you have know? been your 20-something-year-old self, A 20-something-year-old right? self just completely, like, worried about the wrong thing. But after I sit back and I actually thought about it, I'm just so appreciative mm-hmm. of that because that's how he is. He's a he's a provider and a mm-hmm. caretaker, which leads me to my third green flag, which is being a provider. Okay. <laughs> okay so before we transition to that, because okay, well, that will dovetail into my okay. green flag as well. Um, absolutely agree. Your mm-hmm. husband is um, such a 
he wants to make sure that everybody around him is good and taken yes. care of. Um, and it doesn't matter if you are the wife, if you're the friend, if you're the cousin, he's yes. looking out, he he's is looking out. And that is just, that, that's such a great trait. So yes. Shout, and that's always shout been out important. to your husband. Shout out, yes. Shout out to you, babe. But that's always been important to me, even like before him. Mm-hmm. And I was dating guys like, mm-hmm. One of the things I would judge them on is, like, how do you treat my friends? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you treat yeah. the people that I love? Mm-hmm. Like, how are you taking care of them along yeah. with taking That's care huge. of me? And, like, people who would just be like, well, I am just taking care of you. I'm not worried about them. Like, that would be it. That's mm-hmm. a turnoff. Yeah. That's a red flag. <laughs> like, I cannot. Like, until this day, I just, I just don't like that. If you have a fr- two women together and you are, you're a man and you show mm-hmm. up, and I'm sure the internets are not going to like this, I feel like as the man— you should take care of the women Mm -hmm. that you are surrounding yourself with. Otherwise, just don't show up. I agree. Don't show up. It's a prerequisite for me. Yeah, for sure. If my girls aren't taken care of, then... Not that we're we're out there looking for like... But why are you here? I just think it's a gentleman thing to do. It's very... It's a very gentleman thing to do. You know, I mean, obviously, we we have like a $500 meal. Like, I'm not expecting you to come in and pay for the meal. But if you're like having drinks and Mm -hmm. you're sitting and you're talking with us... Right. Then I think it's appropriate to say, hey, next round on me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. Um, so yeah, being a provider, provider. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely someone who is a caretaker, someone who Mm -hmm. loves to, who wants to provide and someone who has a strong worth ethic Mm -hmm. and someone who, you know, allows you to do your thing, you know, and, and it's all for you empowering yourself Mm -hmm. and doing what it is that you need to do, having career, having career, having a career, having Mm -hmm. goals and passions in life. But, you know, someone who is just not reliant on that right. in order to be able to sustain a lifestyle. Yeah. And I, um, for me, that's, that's, that's huge mm-hmm. because, you know, it takes a lot of stress off of me mm-hmm. really. I mean, I do a lot. I mean, I've, I've said this before, you know, I, I do what I want to, I don't have the pressure of because I have to. Mm-hmm. And that's really important for me because that can allow me to show up in the most in the feminine, feminine way, way and soft way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Soft way as possible. Yeah. Um, and so I do appreciate that. I do think that that is, um, the internets are probably going to go a buzz around that and whole entire comment. But I really do agree that if you don't have the stress of having to be the breadwinner or bring 50% to the metaphorical <laughs> table, right? Fucking hate that. Um, there you go. It it uh, it there takes it takes the it stress takes a burden off. It and the burden off of you. It does, and you can be focused on the right things to make sure that you're creating a a sanctuary, a peaceful household for you, your spouse, your My children. Kids. Yeah, but without. But they, like, they're I mean, not going to listen, They're not going to listen to that. And, and the, <laughs> the people that get it get it. Yes. The ones that don't are obviously, you know. They they don't they're mm-hmm. not in that category mm-hmm. right and instead of just embracing it they want to yeah. talk against it because I hate that for, for whatever them. reasons right I hate that for them but um, it is true that there is something to be said about you know just not having the pressure and the weight to you know have to have to go to work mm-hmm. or you know have to pay bills or have to do things right mm-hmm. and so. Um, obviously y'all know this about me. I work, I have a, a career. I went to school you and pay bills. Degree and I, you know, I, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Say what y'all? 
Keep going. Keep going. Huh now? Huh? I can't. I'm like, what? Do what? You know, I do things. You do things. I do things. You contribute. I contribute yes. in some way, shape, or form. Yes. You know, but I am not required to. Right. Like, I don't have to, you know what Th- I mean? That's what and, and there is a difference because <laughs> the day that when, where job gets on my nerve and starts stressing me out, child, girl, the I will way. not feel bad about chucking them to deuces, mm. moving on, mm-hmm. and reclaiming my time. Mm. And there's something to be said about yes. that. Yes, Sheila. Sheila. Um, Didn't Sheila Jackson Lee say that? Oh, yeah. I'm reclaiming my You're time. You're reclaiming my time. Yes, she did. Um, Might be wrong on that one, but... Um, oh, no, it, it was uh, the one from Maxine California. Waters. Yes, Maxine. <laughs> Come on, great yes, mind. it was Maxine. Um, all right, so I had to double-click on what you said about being a provider. Someone who is financially responsible. Mm. Financial responsibility, to me, is so important. Not only from a providership standpoint, but like, how do you spend your money? Yeah. Are we using credit cards for everything? Are we plopping a debit card down every once in a while? If we're doing too much on the credit card, sometimes I get nervous. Mm-hmm. I'm a child of migrants. Kinda. So we deal with real money, greenbacks. Yeah. Right. And so when we're only throwing down credit cards, I wasn't raised on this credit card culture, but when the credit card gets thrown down too much, I'm wondering if we're living outside of our means. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if we're being flashy for the sake of being flashy. And do we have 35 to 50 to $60,000 worth of credit card debt that's Mm -hmm. like looming in the background? Mm -hmm. Um, So someone who's financially responsible is important, but also someone's spending habits are really indicative of like how stable of a person they are just from a from an emotional standpoint, too. Like there's a lot of correlation between um, someone who's emotionally stable and someone who's financially stable and financially responsible. And so if you're all over the place spending money that you don't have, um, getting late fees, et cetera, et cetera. And your emotions are all out of whack. You're high, low, high, low, high, low. Mm-hmm. That's a red flag for me. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to rebut that first part because I, I saw this. Know, this is just my my migrant first no, generation. Thinking. I know, but I'm going to give you a different perspective mm-hmm. in real time mm-hmm. because I was literally watching a TikTok, mm-hmm. and uh, it was like this billionaire. And he said that he does not use debit cards. He only uses his credit cards. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, why spend my money? I use their money. And mm-hmm. then, of course, the caveat is you have to pay it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what you I mean? Every month. You, you spend what you have. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. But there's such a benefit um, a benefit factor in, com- in using credit cards mm-hmm. because you get the points, you yes. get cash back, and yeah. all other incentives, mm-hmm. right? If you have an airline card, you get miles. Miles, yeah. All the there's different benefits. things. So there's benefits of using a credit mm-hmm. card. Over a debit card. Mm-hmm. And another thing he said is talking about the immigrant factor. You're not leaving a trace of your bank account identity wherever you wherever go. You go yeah. I know for me, like one time I went to put gas in my car and after that my card was hacked, because, my debit yeah. card. So I never use my debit card at a gas station after mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I always use a credit card because you can always dispute those charges mm-hmm. if something hits right. your account. Yeah. And it doesn't mess with the money, like the liquid yeah. cash that you yeah. have in your account. And thinking and about so, the banks and what happened most recently with like Silicon Valley Bank, right? FDIC only protects up to 250K. So right. if you have more than that in the bank and your big money grip, I mean, 
all you get is that two fifty. Exactly. So there's a point there. For exactly. Sure. Exactly. For sure. So just wanted to say that. But yes, absolutely. If you're spending money on credit cards because you don't have the cash and like you're overextended yeah. and like you're just paying the um what do you call that the every finance month? Charges. No, you're paying the, the uh, minimum the minimum payment each the- month. <laughs> No judgment. And sometimes people no, got to no. do what they got to do. do. You I mean, I've been times, there. Trust me. You, gotta, you just you do gotta, what you got to do. You got to pay off one at a time. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. to just be flashing and acting like you got it going on mm-hmm. where you really don't, you're, you're racking up a whole debt bunch of debt. Yeah, yeah. Using credit cards. Yeah. That's, yeah. Definitely a reflect. What else did you have? I said, you said oh. three. I just saw my three. I mean, there's more, but oh, I yeah. I, for the sake of time, child. For the sake of time, I'm going to say one last thing. Okay. Which one? Two last things. Oh. Three last things. Wow. I'm sorry. Okay. Because these were important. These were like my top three. Why you didn't start with the top three? Because there were things that we had that were in common. So okay. it just made sense for the conversation flow. Okay. Got you. Okay. Um, communicative. Mm-hmm. That's important. Um, strong bias for action when it comes to pursuing you. Um, if someone is walking the talk, has a say-do ratio of one-to-one when it comes to dating you, um, that to me is a green flag. Yeah. Now, granted, you got to be attracted to them. You have to be intrigued by them, et cetera, et cetera. But um, if someone says they want to do something and their actions don't align to that, um, that say-do ratio is one to zero. You want it to be one to one. What they say and what they do are congruent with one mm-hmm. another. So um, that's a green flag to me. They say they're going to call when they call. It's when they said they would call. Yeah. Right. It's not like five hours later without a text. Oh, yeah, that's very, that's like very, what do you call it? Like shady. Yeah. Like, don't play with me. Don't play with my face. Exactly. (laughs) Do not play with me. If you say you're going to call, call. Or if you can't, just text and be like, hey, running behind, whatever. Is that just for romantic relationships or is that for any relationship? Because I've been guilty of that. Just in like randomness. relationships because you know I'm the worst with text. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't ask me. But I'm talking about romantic. Okay. Um, you know where my heart is. Okay. <laughs> uh, knows how to argue. I've said this before. I'll say it again. Mm. Um, if you, we can disagree all the time, every day. Maybe not every day, but we can disagree often. Yeah. But it's how we disagree. Do we disagree from a place of understanding? Are we able to joke about it? Later on, it's important to be able to argue in a healthy way so that you can recover from that argument and then move on. Mm -hmm. And then my last one. Mm -hmm. Is your nervous system at rest when you're in their presence, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. are they bringing you peace? Um, I think a lot of us enter into dynamics where um, our systems go into a flutter or they make our heart race. And don't understand that, like, those types of things aren't necessarily good, right? Mm. That's like your nervous system telling you that there might be something, something that you need to be danger. looking out for. Yeah. Um, so do you, does your system feel at peace? Do you feel at peace in their presence? And if you don't, um, be communicative and talk about it. Maybe mm. you're misunderstanding something. Maybe it's a misread. But uh, or maybe your instincts are a thousand percent on and you need to get the get a dodge. Who knows? But um, is your system at peace? And that's where I'll end for the sake of time. Yeah, I think that's just an, like goes into being a good person. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like just a a decent, nice, mm-hmm. just a decent, I don't even say nice, like just a decent person. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like somebody who may have their 
their ways, but you know, at the core in their heart, mm-hmm. like they don't have a malicious mm-hmm. bone in their body. Like yeah. they won't do anything intentionally to like cause you harm mm-hmm. or hurt you. You know what I mean? And so I, th- I think that comes, it comes, I think sometimes people take, take advantage of, or do not appreciate just having a good person in your life mm-hmm. because there's so many shitty people in the world yeah. to be in relationships. So, I mean, you could just go online and see the stories, child, mm-hmm. of just awful things that, like, women and men, men do. do. yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. just, I think, um, my word was taken for granted, but just having a good, decent person, mm-hmm. I think, is, is is really important. So, it is. And look for their friends. Like, what are their what's their friendship circle look like? Do they have a whole bunch of people in their lives that, like, just aren't good people yeah. and have like really like shitty stories, yeah, um, or backstories. And if they do, apples, what do I say? Apples of a feather, birds of a feather flock of- <laughs> together. These so- these things not coming together not tonight. tonight. Um, not at all. Y'all know what we mean. But birds of a feather flock together. Yeah. So like, check out his friend circle. And if his yeah. friend circle is like stand up, legitimate guys, and he has like mentors, and he surrounds himself with like people who are married or in long term relationships, that's probably a green flag. Yeah. If he's with a whole bunch of people that are in the streets all day, every day at the same spots where the thoughts might be, might not be the one for you if that's not the life you're looking to live. Yeah. And don't think you can change them. Yeah. And we've had that conversation mm-hmm. before as well. Yeah. So. Okay. So in the interest of time, we know this is a shorter episode, um, but... Tell them why, though. We were just super late today, y'all. Listen, we just... you know we say we're multifaceted, multidimensional mm-hmm. women. We have jobs. We have families. We have relationships that we're all trying to manage. And then we have these personal passions of ours. I'm going to say my job got the best of me today. Mm-hmm. I, I had a lot of things that I needed to do. Like I said, I did 24 hours in Mexico and then had to come and do my real job first thing in the morning today. And for me, no, you had to, for, no, we didn't. You worked out. I did. You worked out this morning because yes. I was, met you at the gym. Yes. And then from there, we went to these jobs. But these I got jobs. some rest this weekend. You did not. I did not. I had a whole bender. Yeah. Whole bender in Mexico. You're better than me because I would be like, Nicole. <laughs> I had a whole bender in Mexico. Not looking good, Jackie. Right, you pushed <laughs> this episode. You're way better than me. No. So, but we were just I'd... late tonight. We were late. Yeah, and then, then Kelly, the if y'all don't know, I. Like speed. I have a need for speed. Kelly <laughs> likes to cruise. Kelly likes to be in the right-hand lane on cruise control at 45. I like I to do. be in the left-hand lane doing 80. Speeding by. Y'all probably see me. I be driving very slow. Like, I'm You cautious. pass her. You pass her. You pass me. So today, we got a late start. We let everybody know we were running late. But I had to stop, get the bubbles, and then come here. We did separate cars that we took here. I left before Kelly, but had to make two stops at a store. Oh, you made two. Oh, you two did. stops. Yeah, you did. And I'm getting off the exit, and I say, "Hey, Kels, where are you? Huh? <laughs> where are you? I'm on 288. What do you mean? Where are you? I tell her I'm on the exit, turning on to Shenover Street. <laughs> and she, I said, "What is your ETA?" She said, "She looks." And it says, was like oh, 20 minutes, oh. like literally 20 minutes. I. Uh, it, I kid you not. The way I know you had 90s, like, New Jack Swing playing. My, first of all, the first thing I looked at was my odometer. I'm like, bitch, how fast? Because I just, I, I checked out. Like, Money's on 35 <laughs> miles an hour. It was like 55. 
like literally the speed limit's safe. cruising here. Like I did not have somewhere to be, but I made it. You made, made it. it. So that's meanwhile why we, there was we're a rushing. speed trap, we're and rushing. I was praying I didn't get pulled over I know. by the speed trap. I, no, I didn't pray because I knew you I was, knew. Uh, yeah, I knew. You, but you when I, they, they the caught limit. somebody, and I was like, "Is that Nicole?" Because I know you could, drive fast, but uh, it yeah, wasn't could have been. Trust me. Could have been. Anywho, yeah. so we made it. We got you this episode. We're probably not going to do what's popping. All mm-hmm. I want to do is shout out LSU, LSU women oh, for yay. winning the national championship. Um, the I feel a certain way that both LSU and Iowa got invites to the White House. I don't understand why that happened because that normally doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. LSU should have just gotten the exclusive invite and it should have started and stopped there. I love what LSU did in terms of being disruptive, um, but also being able to carry the story all the way to the championship yeah. throughout the season. There's a lot of conversations around this motion yeah. that happened. One swagger and the other is cockiness. Mayonnaise. But anyway, I will oh. say Angel Reese, first of all, <laughs> and she did it when she was supposed to. Mm-hmm. What's her name was doing this all throughout? Didn't the, even the, know what the, she was doing. First of all, she was doing it all throughout the series before you win a championship. Mm-hmm. That is when you do it. Mm-hmm. You talk all the shit when you have won. And mm. I think Angel Reese handled it perfectly. Mm. People were talking shit online. I was knee deep in that for days, that mess online. Yeah, I know you <laughs> but were. But you know I was because I was just like, Kelly, huh. be in the comments. I do be in the comments. But I don't be comment. I just be reading. Right. Yeah, yes. be reading the comments, yeah. child. But yeah, she did the damn thing. So congratulations, yeah. LSU. That's right yeah. down the street from my alma mater, yeah. Southern University. Mm-hmm. So yeah, big ups to them. Yeah. Glad for them. Glad for women. Glad for black women. Amen. Um. So cheers on that. I don't have no champagne, okay. but cheers, babe. Cheers. And uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, we have a lot of things that we're really excited about that are coming up. We are on the back end of our season. We got a couple more episodes left. Yes. They promise to not disappoint. We're already planning on um, season five, which promises to be a ship. Kelly. Hmm? We're staring <laughs> at the camera. Go. Promises to be a chef's kiss. So we're really excited about that. If you want to follow us on Instagram, Champagne Wives Podcast. If you want to follow us on TikTok, Champagne Wives <laughs> underscore podcast. And if you want to email us questions, comments, cries of disbelief, champagnewives at gmail.com. All right. See y'all next week. Same time, same place. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>